You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Drugs. Research into the illegal drugs market has revealed the extraordinary amount of trade going on through social media channels, Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, Instagram, featuring highly, alongside the encrypted dark net I'm sure you've heard about Massey University Shaw and Fariki Research Centre Associate Professor Chris Wilkins on this and Happy New Year to you yeah Happy New Year yeah shocking uh, numbers it, it, I was quite stunned when I, I, I read that it was going on in such public channels you talked to about 13,000 people who had bought drugs online key findings please um, well, we found a greater proportion of um, purchasing of things like cannabis, MDMA, ecstasy and LSD were um, now being, being done through social media um, platforms. How? Surely, um, well, it's, a, surely it's very visible. Yeah, I mean, it's a variety of ways and it depends on what uh, uh, encrypted communication app you're using. So... Um, things like Facebook Messenger is obviously much more public, and and there's a variety of coded ways that that drugs can be advertised. But a lot of these transactions are happening amongst you know peer groups, friends of friends who already um, have liked each other and, and are part of a social group. But then you can go into more encrypted apps like Wicca, where um, there's things like self-deleting uh, messages, there's anonymous. Uh, sign up to those communication apps. So you might have noticed that over time, uh, people are much more concerned that their online uh, social communication is now more um, secure. So uh, things like WhatsApp have become quite um, popular because it's encrypted messaging. Isn't it risky uh, for the dealers? There was that very high-profile uh, case of the police managing to infiltrate some of these encrypted groups. Yeah, I mean, in, in some ways we're, to, we're, we're talking about something that's very new in terms of digital communication. But in, in other ways, we're talking about also just very traditional problems, like, like that thing where the police can infiltrate a group, an online chat group, and then then go through and, and identify the dealer. But what um, social media, these social media communication apps offer is, as I said, more encryption. So basically it's harder to find who you're talking to. And also some in some of the apps, um, like Wiki, you can uh, sign up anonymously. So even if the police are able to get into the group, they still don't know who the recipient and who the seller is and how to find them. You say that dealers are using this tech to penetrate younger markets. How are they doing that? Well, I think it's just inevitable that, that much younger people are, uh, you know, digitally savvy about um, the different apps that are happening um, and how to sign up to them and how to use them. And their peers are on those groups. So um, they, and, you know, Back in the day, you used to have to be a certain type of young person to have contact with drug markets. So you used to have to know people, physically know people, and have credibility uh, with those people. But now, just about any digitally connected young person can come across these kinds of advertisements or come across these um, groups. Um, And I think that's a real concern because they don't have the same 
uh, knowledge about drug use and they can be introduced to something they don't know much about. Okay. The people in this study were people who'd, who'd all actually done this, bought drugs online, so this doesn't represent the population at large, does it? Uh, the, the group we survey, I mean, the aim of the survey is to find new trends in drug markets and drug use. Um, and so the group we're looking to talk to are people that um, obviously use drugs but also buy and sell drugs. So it's, it's a much younger sample. It's a, a sample with higher levels of drug use in the wider population. But it's exactly the group you want to talk to if you want to know about the prices and availabilities and you know new substances that are on the market and the kinds of issues that they're coming across. What should we do about it? Um, well, um, so we've talked a lot about the risks and some of the potentially harmful consequences about online um, trading, but there is some real opportunities and that is um, moving drug education and drug prevention uh, online and engaging um, young people on these social media platforms. So really engaging them directly with knowledge and making them aware of their risks and also potentially being interactive. So, you know, alerting people to um, particularly harmful drugs or engaging with young people who want to, um, you know, reduce their drug use or stop their drug use. So there's some real opportunities, but um, we've really got to just change our mindset a little bit about how we um, engage and contact young people these days. Thanks so much for explaining it all. Chris Wilkins at Massey University on that research showing how social media channels, uh, things like Facebook, Messenger, Snapchat, Instagram, feature highly in the modern drug trade. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.